The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Well, hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome to the Dumbcast. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. Oh, wow. That is some fantastic applause. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Please have a seat. Relax. Let's uh, let's do a show. Let's do a show. And uh, today is Wednesday. No, is it Wednesday? Yes, it is. Today is Wednesday, October 26th. It's great to have you here. Thank you for taking the time to... Put me in between your ears, as they say. They do say that, actually. Um, it is 7.21 in the morning. It is Wednesday morning. I'm on my way home. I was going to do a dumb cast on the way in yesterday, Tuesday. Um, but, you know what? I just wasn't feeling up to it. And that is the beauty of doing a podcast is that, well, you don't have to do it if you don't feel up to it. It wouldn't have been a good uh, broadcast, you know, a good uh, podcast, because I really don't think I had anything to say. I think I also had a headache and I was a little bit um, underwhelmed. <laughs> so I did not uh, do a dumb cast. So anyway, let's do one now. Let's see what happens. I hit the record button. Let's let her rip. So how about if we start with the mileage report? Today's mileage report brought to you by Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream Live, brought brought to you by the people who uh, do Comedy Pipe, ComedyPipe.com, the ComedyPipe.com Comedy Network, and uh, if you are anywhere in the world, and it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock in New York State, anywhere in the world that you are, it's time for Pipe Dream, hosted by 3D. Yes, his friends call him 3D. Why? I don't know. Why don't you contact them? Because they have potentially, as 3D likes to say at the beginning of his podcast, potentially. Although he says it very quickly and sometimes it's hard to understand. But this is what he is saying. I will read the transcript to you. There is no paper transcript. I will do it from uh, memory, which I don't have much of. Potentially, potentially the most interactive podcast in the world. That's what he says. Potentially. Which means you could Skype him. You can email him. Um, you could be a guest on the show. I don't know. Whatever. So, uh, that is it. Pipe Dream. Anywhere you are in the world, if it's Wednesday and it's 8 o'clock in New York State or the Eastern Seaboard, that's the time to hear and listen. And you can see it on YouTube. You could watch it on YouTube, or you could just listen to the stream on ComedyPipe.com. That show is called Pipe Dream. It's hosted by 3D, and his co-hosts um, Jefferson and Joe Green. And the mileage is, in my 2008 Kia Rio, it is 218,468 miles. 218,468. That's pretty good for a 2008 Kia Rio. Still going strong. I just got the tires rotated. I had a leak, a little screw in the driver's side rear wheel. That's all been taken care of. 
at uh, a local tire dealer who does not sponsor this uh, podcast. And uh, once, as long as you buy the tires for them, you get free rotations for life. And also, if you have any flats, they will take care of the flats for free. So I had a leak, which uh, could have been a flat. Uh, actually, one day the last week, the tire was flat. I had to stop and get air. And uh, uh, I can go to a Stewart's here in New York State and get free air. Uh, that is the only place really you can get free air anymore. Is at a convenience store called Stewart's. Very popular New York State convenience store like Wawa or Mobile on the Run and all that. They have great ice cream if you ever happen to travel through New York. So that's it. Look up Stewart's. Um, S-T-E-W-A-R-T-S. Stewart's. They're not a sponsor of the show either. But they have free air. And I think that's great. I mean... Uh, uh, Speedway, which ju- just took over all the Hesses, uh, the Hess stations, um, all over, uh, they charge a dollar. It's either a dollar or a dollar fifty. I mean, come on, really? I mean, how much air do you normally need? I, mean, I know it costs money to run an air compressor, but really, a dollar fifty a shot? Isn't it great customer relations to give free air? So you, you, you'll get a customer say, listen, I just took your air for free, just a shot of it. I, I mean, what are we, you're not running a business. You know, you're just giving a shot of air, getting a shot of air for your tires that are low or flat. And um, I'll buy gas from you. I'll uh, buy a beverage, a sandwich. Uh, I'll, I'll spend money in your store because you were nice enough to let me have free air. That's how I roll. So... Um, I'm going to let, I'm just talk, saying the word stewards right now. Uh, and there are a few stewards. Now, see, this is news to me. To you, it might not be a big deal. But stewards has this new uh, air compressor thingy. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Um, airline, air hose, where it's automated. So it's free. And all you got to do is take the airline and... Um, uh, the nozzle, jeez, I don't know what it's called, you know, and you put it on your valve. Uh, <laughs> I know these, I know there are terms for all these, by the way. Oh, by the way, the uh, intro, thank you to Alex Exum from the Alex Exum Experience. I was supposed to check on that because I think last week I said that it's not the Alex Exum Experience, it's only the Exum Experience. You know what? I still don't know what it is. I forget, I forgot to check. So, whether you look up Alex Exum Experience or just the Exum Experience, either way, you're going to find it on Spreaker, and I'm pretty sure he's all over the place with the Google Play and the Stitcher and the iTunes and the, I don't know, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Alex Exum and the Exum Experience. Thank you, Alex. Great intro. Uh, and last week, I, I did it wrong, and there was this crazy reverb crazy reverb it's not what i intended it to be i wanted it to be no i wanted it to to be reverb free i think this week i might have accomplished a reverb free intro thank you alex once again alex exum the alex exum experience um so uh they have this uh, this nozzle, this air nozzle thing, this thing on the wall in the back of the storage. You just back up your car, pull it up, whatever you want to do. You take the nozzle, you take the, the, the hose, and you put it on your tire, <laughs> you know, on the thing that sticks out from the tire, whatever it's called. I don't know why I can't think of it right now. And you, uh, you just put it on there, and it immediately recognizes the air pressure that's in the tire. And there's a computer readout. There's a big 
number. I love the fact that it's not teeny. Like I hate when they print things or anything is in secret code because it's small. I always say, oh, that's what is it? It's some sort of secret code. Why is it so small? But it's actually a big number. You can see it from the car, and it, like you know, and it's. I think it's set to 32 psi. The machine is set, but you can change. Oh, this window's open. That's not going to be good. There you go. I just closed the window. I apologize for that sound. If you can hear that. So it's set for 32. So it's idiot free. I love it. It's dumb dumb free. All you got to do is put the nozzle on there. It registers the PSI. So last week I had like a PSI of 21. It knows it's at 21. It recognizes it. And then it's it's uh, set to default at 32 PSI. And you can change it if you want more or less. And it's really easy. It's just like you... you you touch a button and you beep, 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 make it go higher or beep, boop, 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 make it go lower. And then once it reaches the set number, it stops and it goes bing, 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 bing. And you feel like a winner. It gives you a winner sound. Winner, you did it. You're great. So I had to use that a couple of times last week. You know, then again, there are other older style airlines, air hoses or air compressors, whatever you call it. At, um, at other stores that haven't been remodeled, then you gotta, you know, use a gauge. You gotta use your own gauge. So, which is fine. I mean, I've, you know, we've been doing that for years now with bicycles and motorcycles or whatever. So here we go. So now there's new technology, and it's great for moms. You know how not all moms, not all women, but some moms, some women are like, I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. You know, not that they cry and whine, but you know, they don't know how to do it. Anyway, so. Uh, I was happy about that. <laughs> so a little insight into what goes on behind the scenes with Dave's Kia Rio. Did I mention that this is the fastest podcast on earth? I think Alex did. But I'm going to reiterate that. I'm going to reiterate that this is the fastest podcast on earth. In fact, I just went through the toll booth here at exit 23, getting on the New York State uh, Thruway southbound on I-87. So I'll be with you uh, for about a half hour or less. And uh, let's see what comes out of my head. So far, nothing. We got to get to the it in dumbing it down with Dave. Because my biggest fan, one of my few remaining friends in the world, Mark, has commented on uh, at least one occasion that I don't get to the it in dumbing it down with Dave. And I don't usually have the it prepared. Right now, the it is talking about the it and Mark. So if you want to contact me like Mark did and criticize or comment on this show or any other show, you can do so at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. Is that a long email address? Is that too long for you? Should I make it shorter? Should I create another email address just like dumbwithdave at yahoo.com or just dumb, dumb Dave? I will try to do that. How about that? I will try to, because I'm not getting any emails. So far, uh, this is episode 36, by the way, and I've received one email. And that was from Mark, way, way back in the early days of Dumbing It Down with Dave. So I got to consider the possibility that people go, oh, I'd love to email him. <laughs> I'm sure nobody's saying that. I'd love to email Dave. Whoa, what? I, what? He takes emails? I got to email him. What, what's that address? Dumbing it down with Dave, that takes, how long is that going to take me to type that? I'm not going to type that. I could copy and paste it, but uh, that takes a long time too. I'm so tired. I'm so lazy. Forget it. I'm not contacting that dum-dum. So let me see if I could merge some other accounts. I'll create some other accounts, dumb with Dave or uh, dumb Dave, 
at, at, at yahoo.com. Let me see what I can do. All right? Because uh, I want to make it easy on you guys. Or just Mark. <laughs> so, what's on my mind? All right, what do we got? Like 14 days left for the, for the election? Uh, Donald Trump getting a little serious yesterday. Uh, you know, Obama uh, administration has admitted. I love the fact that they're saying he admitted. It's like, well, what was his choice? <laughs> what do you mean he admitted? Well, I guess I guess the choice was to not say anything and hope we don't notice that premiums. I guess if you're on the Obama uh, Obamacare, so I don't know if that applies to me and my my Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas, but I, apparently I, in my layman brain, uh, if you have Obamacare, your premiums will go up twenty five percent, double digits, twenty five percent, one quarter. Of what it is now, that seems pretty substantial. I don't know what Obamacare costs, but 25% increase seems like a lot. And I have heard on the news that like companies like Aetna and United Healthcare, they're like dropping out of this Obamacare, or they're like I, I don't know what the incentive was to be in it, and I don't know why you'd be out of it. This is not one of those podcasts where I know everything there is to know about healthcare. I will tell you this: I have some sort of healthcare and it has gone up substantially in the last couple of years and also my so has my deductible so i'm paying a weekly number i don't know what it is offhand i should know right i don't know so i'm paying a weekly amount for my wife myself and my son three people and the number that i pay has gone up over the last couple of years which i should know I don't, but I could look it up. I won't. And my deductible, I think, has gone up. So I pay every week, and then almost no matter what happens during the year, I'm paying for that. There's very little that's that's um, that's uh, um, that doesn't. There's very little that I do that doesn't go against the deductible. You know, like I guess preventative. I don't even know if I get preventative health. I don't know. I really don't know. Does that sound bad? Does that sound stupid? Should I know that stuff? I guess I should. I, I'll try to do better. I just felt like I never really. You know, what, first of all, the more I know, what 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 is that? How does that help me? If I know what I'm paying for, and I know I don't know what I'm not paying for, and how much I'm paying every week, what choice do I have? My company gives me a couple of choices from Blue Cross Blue Shield. I pick, my wife and I pick what we think is the best, and we go with it. And then you go to the doctor, and if the doctor says you don't owe us any money, you don't owe us any money. If the doctor says you got to pay um, the copay, you pay the copay. It doesn't matter to me how much because I have no choice. If I'm sick, I need to pay. If I have to go for my physical or my follow up, I pay or I don't pay. I mean, so. I don't know. What would the experts say? The experts would say, you know, you really should know everything that you know you pay for. I understand that. And I just don't know what the difference would be. What choice? I can't change anything. I did. The only thing I changed this year is my wife and I finally uh, did that biometric. Do you have to do that at your job? The biometric? So you don't get the 5% penalty? Or are they saying it's not a penalty? You just don't get the 5% discount? Who knows? What a... And, and I went the other day, and I thought it was going to be this whole thing. They took my blood, 
and they check my blood pressure and they ask me my height and weight. That's it. But I already give that to my doctor. So why do I have to do it again? Why? I don't understand what we're doing. And it's, it doesn't seem like the focus is really my health. Does that seem like the focus to you? It seems like the focus is how do we get our hooks into the, every human being so we know exactly what's wrong with them? But isn't that what my primary care physician is for? And I'm a truck driver, so isn't that what my DOT physical is for? Isn't that what my yearly doctor physical is for? I don't understand what's going on in this country. What are we trying to do? I really don't get it. And this is not the show for me to talk about what it's all about. Because I'm, There's other shows that are way more qualified to talk about it. I'm just talking about it at a dum-dum level. And at a dum-dum level, I'm paying a lot more per week. And my deductible has gone up. So I feel like I'm just as in the dark now as I've ever been about healthcare. I will say this, though. Once upon a time, a couple of years ago, I was much healthier. I was 60 pounds lighter, and I was running half marathons. It's, doesn't it make sense that if you're a person who does that, who enters these events, although, yes, you could get injured, you could sprain your ankle, you, if you do any of those um, Spartan things or whatever, yeah, I guess you could hurt yourself. Or, you know, if you do that CrossFit, sure, everything you do, there's a risk of injury. But if you run the sanctioned, that's the key word here. If you run sanctioned events, like the year I started running, I was 290. And then I started working at this job. I lost a lot of weight. I got down to like 260 or 255, whatever it was. And then I switched jobs. Uh, but I was inspired by the weight loss and the fact that I witnessed the New York Marathon a couple of years ago and it really inspired me and I just started running uh, walking and then running and then the uh, the job I switched to which was Conway Freight which is now XPO Logistics not that anybody cares but they uh, had a wellness program uh, and uh, they had a wellness coach come in like on Fridays and then they had a weight loss contest. And boy, I was inspired. Mark was inspired. And I just started really walking a lot, running a lot. And I was going to the gym, Planet Fitness. And boy, we were all losing weight. Whoever, well, whoever participated in the weight loss contest was losing weight. And it was great. And I started running 5Ks. Some of it was walked and some of it was ran. And then uh, I went from 5Ks to, to 6 milers, I think it was, or uh, 10Ks. And then, uh, then I did a 10-miler, then I did a half marathon, and then I did a couple of half marathons. So if all this information is being tracked via computer, which it is, uh, there's a website called Athlinks, like athlete, it was Athlinks, A-T-H-L-I-N-K-S. And if you register for Athlinks, uh, like everything you do that's a sanctioned event gets recorded on Athlinks. So... If I'm doing all this running and my blood pressure is going down and and I'm getting stronger and I'm losing weight and my you know all those cholesterol numbers everything is going in the right direction shouldn't that be some sort of a, a, an incentive to uh, to do so you could lower your premium 
Doesn't that make sense? That I should pay less if I'm healthier? Because I have a, a lower risk of having a, a major issue, a health issue? Like, you know, high cholesterol or diabetes or obesity? Does that make sense to you? It makes sense to me. The more, but, but I spoke to somebody who works, who owns his own insurance company, I think he's, he does. He he doesn't own Aetna, but he owns like a broker. Is that what it is? I don't know. And he says, no, you don't get a uh, lower discount because you're at greater risk for injury because you, you're doing all this activity, which makes no sense to me. I mean, what would you rather have? An injury because you're trying to get healthy or some sort of injury because you're not doing anything because you're just sitting there eating and watching TV and getting fat and your cholesterol is going up and so is your blood pressure. What do what insurance companies rather err on the side of health? Like, well, hey, you're trying, so let's give him a discount. The guy's doing great. He just lost 60 pounds. He's going to live longer. He's going to be healthier. He should pay less. He's not going to need more health care. He's going to need less health care. And I'm not talking about a major discount. You know, 5%, 10%. Where Like, you have these um, uh, milestones, right? Milestone discounts, you know. How many marathons, how many half marathons can you run in a year? Can you run four? Well, then you pay this much less. How many marathons can you run in a year? Then you can pay this much less. You know, I don't know. I just think there should be incentives for for health. And part of the incentives should be lower premiums. I feel the same way about taxes. You know, I just spent all this money on restoring my house. But you only get a tax deduction if it's a star program thing, if it's uh, something that uh, saves energy. But you know what? Everything I've done in my house saves energy. We, we bought fiberglass and we filled in all these gaps in the wall. We tore down all the walls. We put in fiberglass insulation, brand new. We took down the old fiberglass insulation. It was insulate insulation. And we put up new stuff. So we sealed, we, we did a whole bunch of stuff and my house is much less drafty now. Plus, I employed a contractor a couple of years in a row. I employed a contractor. I contributed to the economy. So shouldn't a lot of what I paid for home improvement, shouldn't that be tax deductible? Don't you want to incentivize people to repair their homes? And not just repair it for energy savings, but for comfort but what's the difference if I put a new wood floor down and all the things that go underneath the floor I mean why is if I put radiant heat radiant heat it's just things like I just like anything I do to my house I built I got rid of the old steps that were concrete falling apart with a wrought iron fence and we put up a wood we tore that down we put up a nice wooden deck sort of steps and it's beautiful. It's brand new. We bought wood, nails, and I hired a contractor. Same guy, as a matter of fact. So, once again, contributing to the economy. We fixed the back deck. We uh, we put up a metal roof on the garage. We, uh, we did a whole bunch of stuff to the basement to keep it from getting wet, from being drier. We just did a lot of stuff. We bought gravel, a lot of gravel we put in the basement. I put gravel in my in my driveway so now my driveway is smoother so my car won't hit potholes on the way in and out of work isn't that good for the 
environment that I'm not destroying my car, it's not good for the economy because mechanics like to work on cars that get broken. But if I'm saving money by not repairing the car because it's broken and I'm putting it towards the house, isn't that great? Shouldn't I be incentivized to repair my house so we burn less less energy, less fossil fuels? I just think that uh, those are two areas where the United States could be incentivized. Repair your homes, contribute to the economy, put a lot of money into those Lowe's and Home Depots and local hardware stores, hire contractors, and exercise. Run 5Ks, run 10Ks, run half marathons, lose weight. For every 10 pounds you lose, you, you get a percent off of taxes. Well, but if you're already at 180 pounds and you got no weight to lose, then just run. Run events. Ones if you don't run events, but you're in a hockey league or a flag football league. Yeah. If you're in a flag football league, I think you should get a, the, the entry fee for the league should be discounted. Because you want people to play flag football? It's healthy. <laughs> Until you get hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. What if somebody goes out and spends, you know, $100 on groceries a week and like 90 of it is processed food and 10 of it is uh, fruits and vegetables? That would be bad, right? So why not incentivize America? Yeah, I know, I'm yawning. Why not incentivize America to buy more fruits and vegetables and less processed foods? So why not set up these registers to... Uh, you know, print the tickets in such a way, the receipts in such a way, where you can see how much money was spent on fruits and vegetables versus processed foods. And then you present that to your tax preparer and you get a discount if you meet certain stepping stones, certain uh, uh, guidelines, certain benchmarks, I think they call it, for fruits and vegetables. I don't know. It just seems like it makes sense to me. How about an incentive to buying vehicles that are higher in gas mileage? I know we did that clunker thing a couple years ago. But let's say you have a car like my, like my son's Volvo, which used to be my Volvo. Well, not this Volvo, the first Volvo that he destroyed. But those Volvos get about 15 to 20 miles to the gallon combination of highway and... Uh, and uh, uh, city. So, let's say my son got rid of the Volvo and bought a Kia Rio and he got 35 miles to the gallon. That would be fantastic. He would spend a lot less money on fuel. That would be, he should get a tax deduction for buying a car that's a better gas mileage car. I don't know. It seems like everything should be incentivized to make life better, uh, less fossil fuel burning and less pollution and all that good stuff. I don't know. It shouldn't just be the star program. It should be every little thing you do to improve the world. All right. Every league you join should be tax deductible. Dodgeball, archery, skiing. You get a ski pass, should be deductible. Go skiing. But they could hurt themselves. Yeah, I know that. I just bought a motorcycle, by the way, for $1,500. That should be tax deductible. It's not going to be my primary vehicle, but I, as far as I know, that motorcycle gets great gas mileage. 
At least I think it does. I haven't really tested it out. But I'm, I am going to figure out the gas mileage on a, on a motorcycle. Wait till I get my Elio. My Elio is supposed to get 80 miles to the gallon. That should be tax deductible. Okay, that's it, folks. That's episode 36. What am I going to call this episode? Incentivizing deductions. Deductive incentives. Deduction incentives? Tax deduction incentives. Boy, anybody sees that on a on a smartphone, they're not going to listen to that show. All right, whatever. I'll figure it out. I'm going to listen back. Listen, listen to this back. Tax deduction incentive ideas. Ideas for tax deduction incentives. All right. Thank you for listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. I have been your one and only solo podcast, dumbcast host, Dave Canyon. This is the fastest podcast on earth, as I have been recording in my Kia Rio, southbound on the New York State Thruway, my 2008 Kia Rio LX. Not just the Rio, but the LX. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check uh, check out the website, dumbingitdownwithdave.com, dumbwithdave.com, and Twitter is dumbwithdave, at dumbwithdave, whatever. Email dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. Fantastic. So many ways to contact me, but will you choose any of them? You can also comment on the Spreaker app. It's right there on the left. Click the heart and uh, click the comment thing and like me and follow me. Help the algorithm. You have to help the algorithm. All right, goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. And great skills. Bye. Don't forget Pipe Dream on the Comedy Pipe. Dot com Comedy Network. Pipe Dream, Wednesdays at 8 in New York State. Bye.